When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver, hosted by myself, George Stoya, also known as Ben Affleck, to Nick Ferguson, uh, who is here with me again today. Nick, how are you doing today? I'm doing uber spectacular. How about you? I'm good. Uh, I'm feeling really good. Sure? Um, I, I, We wanted to start today with something. Nick's forcing me to bring this up, which, by the way, I, I still believe believe this fully. Uh, but, um, Nick wanted me to start with something today that I brought up at practice. Uh, and this is something that I've, I've, you know, believed in myself for a long time, which is that, um, I believe I can tackle Javante Williams. Um, and and Nick doesn't believe me, but my theory behind this is that, um, yes, I understand Javante Williams is, you know, very difficult to tackle, but. My theory is, is if you gave me an Oklahoma drill, you know, five yards, 10 yards, whatever it is, and you gave me several attempts, I could eventually trip him up. And Nick doesn't believe I could do that. No, you know what? Not, not to cast a shadow of a doubt on you and your skill set, but there, this is a point where uh, perception reality kind of intersect. And uh, when they do, that's not where George Storia actually lives. And what you are suggesting is something that, some guys who play defense in the NFL, linebackers, D linemen, safety, they have not been able to master by themselves, even in a group. But you are suggesting if you're giving several attempts that you would be able to bring down Javante Williams and an Oklahoma drill. You got to give me a little more detail than that. You said you would tackle him, but I'm like, well, how? And then you said, well, you would trip him up. Now, you can jump on his back and he's, he'd probably carry you. But I'm thinking you might trip him up by using your entire body as somewhat of a distraction or disruptor to bring him down. Yeah, no, I plan on just flailing in front of him and <laughs> him somehow like getting his, his foot caught and just fall, like tripping, like I, like legitimately just like tripping over me. Um, which again, in the stat book, counts as a tackle. Um, so I, I think that I could do that. And you, you underestimate me, Nick, you know, I played football. I used to be a really good football player back in the day, back in high school before I broke my arm. You know, I, I'm athletic. I can do things and I get it. Javante's amazing. Yes. And trust me, he might kill me. I might, that might be my demise, but I think that I, 
I could, I, you give me several attempts, I think eventually he might just mess up and trip. That's my point. I'm not sitting here saying like, oh yeah, Javante Williams, like I could tackle him physically, like, you know, like actually wrap him up and bring him to the ground. Of course I could not do that, but I'm saying, I think I could trip him at, like in a yeah, five yard span. Well, yeah, anyone could trip him, but you sounded like Anakin Skywalker right there talking to Obi-Wan, right? You underestimate my power, right? It's like, you know, what power yeah. do you what power do you have? And are, I was and, the chosen you, one. Yeah, and are you a glutton for punishment? Because I mean, we've seen Devontae uh, Williams run into defenders, and you say multiple tries. I'm like, man, you may not even survive the first one because if you get concussed, it's a wrap. It's over. It is done, George. But why would you want to be somewhat of a, a battering dummy or? or obstruction for Javante Williams. Well, it's, it's not that it's, it's this thing that I, you know, I, I'm, I'm somebody that likes to think of like uh, just weird scenarios or questions that like, say, who do you think in this group could do this? And so that's what happened. It was a year ago we were watching practice and I was like, do you think anybody in the media could tackle Javante Williams one-on-one? And everybody's like, no. And I was like, I think I could maybe do it. You know, I think you put me out there. Just like I say all the time, I'm like, like who of the media members do you think could bench press the most. And I'm always like, well, if you take out the former players, because Nick, you don't count all these former players okay. that, that say they're part of the media. No, they yeah. don't count the former players. Okay. So I say, I think I could bench press the most of the media. Now that's not saying much, no offense to the other media, but I think I could bench press more than the other. So that's, that's what's going through my head. This isn't a situation where I'm like, oh, I just want to get run over by Javante. I just think of these weird things over. I'm like, who runs the quickest 40 yard dash. That's why I really want to have a media combine. I think that'd be awesome if we had like the media go out there and do that. That'd be so much fun. Well, you know what? I often uh, talked about that and throw that out on uh, Twitter and see how uh, the fans and what they think about it. But yeah, I think it, it would be great because the media does so much criticizing and evaluating of players. Hey, why don't we put them in that situation? And yes, remove the former players from the equation and see which media person emerges victorious? And I would, I would, uh, <laughs> I would. I mean, I, I think I, I, I'm the best in shape right now. So, no, again, no offense to the other media members, but I think I could bench press more than all. Uh, well, someone is full of themselves this morning, <laughs> and uh, the, the confidence is oozing out his pores, and his name is George Storia. Exactly, exactly. Nick, well, let's jump into uh, Javante's going to have to play well this week, right? He's going to have to run through some people um, that are not myself. So um, let's dive into a little bit of the, the offensive issues that the Broncos have had uh, so far this season. And, and we'll hear from um, Russell Wilson here in a second, uh, some audio about him saying that they were they were pretty close. But Nick, I just wanted to ask you, when you go back and you watch the film or, or you watch those first three games, what's maybe your biggest concern with this offense right now and how would you maybe fix it well the biggest concern it is uh rhythm the offense uh likes rhythm at times uh, you, you see something on a couple of possessions like throwing to the tight end in the first game and then all of a sudden it disappears and then the ground game gets going and, and maybe it's a certain play or a certain side and then all of a sudden that's abandoned then thinking about the vertical rat the routes going down the field they are too deep and I don't think the offense right now is attacking uh, the opposition on, on levels, giving Russell uh, outlets for him to dump the ball off to, but also Russell escaping the pocket, doing what he we, you, we are used to seeing him do as far as uh, let Russ cook. 
And we saw glimpses of it throughout the San Francisco game. And you could tell that that is what fired up the fans after they gave a couple of boos in that San Francisco game. So these are the, some of the things that I see lacking uh, with this offense. Will they be able to change them here against the Raiders? Man, God knows. Uh, we hope so. Yeah, I, I think that you nailed it, Nick. Um, I think that when you look at this offense, it feels like they have the right pieces in place, right? Like they have a really good wide receiver in Cortland Sutton. Like they, I think they still believe Jerry Judy can be that elite type of receiver too. They've obviously got two really good running backs. They've got, you know, what they assume to be the right quarterback. And we talked about that last podcast a little bit. I think they've got an above average offensive line. Like I feel like they've played well through three games. Uh, I think the tight end room could be better, but it could also be worse, right? So I think they've got the right pieces. Right now it's about being in rhythm, meshing together. Uh, you know, still, I feel like they're still figuring each other out. And Russell Wilson talked about that on Wednesday, uh, and he said uh, th that we're really close, that we're really close to being uh, a really good offense. And we have that audio here from Broncos.com. And so in terms of uh, where I think we're headed and where we're going, we're so close. There's so many, like just the deep ball to, to Jerry, just, I mean, ah, just almost, we almost had that one. Uh, you know, just so many different other moments uh, throughout these games. And so the great part is that we have the work ethic, we have the focus, we have all that. And uh, we're excited. We're excited because with our defense, how elite they're playing, how great they are, how amazing they've been, uh, I can't wait to what, when we turn it around and how great it's going to be because we could be really unstoppable. And we really believe that, and we're going to be. And um, it's just you take one day at a time, one moment at a time. You don't look at the whole end journey. Yeah, you just look at the moment right now, the next play, the next moment. Nick, when you hear that, I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it's okay to say that now, right? You know, we're only three weeks in, but let's say this, the offense continues to struggle. When does that get tiresome? The, Hey, we're close. We're really, really close. When do you, when do you get tired of that? And when do you think that they maybe get over that hump or if, if they even do get over that hump? Well, you get tired, maybe heading into uh, week six, because now you have uh, six games to evaluate and to uh, get things together from a coaching uh, standpoint. But now there, there is some truth to what Russell is saying about how close that they are. Is That's because we, we often see glimpses of how great that this offense could be. Like, And let's go back to that San Francisco 49ers game. Things were not that great. But when the Broncos needed a play, they needed a drive, Russell was able to do what we've seen Russell being able to do, the flip to or the, uh, the chess pass to Melvin Gordon. I mean, that, that gives you hope and optimism that this offense – is like Russ said, they are right there. But also consider this. When we look at the success that Russell has had in his time in Seattle, they ran the ball, they played great defense, and he was efficient offensively. You look at Peyton Manning in Super Bowl 50, guess what? It was based on running the ball and playing great defense. And all you have to do is look at the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And what is it again? Playing great defense and running the ball. So all of those things collectively is what is giving the Broncos offense and this team the hopes that, hey, listen, they can turn things around. And talking to guys in the locker room, they truly believe that the way the defense has played over these uh, past couple of weeks, and they're thinking, okay, well, offense still hasn't hit their stride. Watch what happens and how dangerous, no pun intended, this team will be once the offense finds its groove. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's totally accurate. Um, this defense is elite. Uh, and I think that we had some of those questions right after the first two games because they hadn't really played a good offense. And and I'm not saying the 49ers have the best offense in the NFL, but when you have a play caller like Kyle Shanahan, you have playmakers like Debo Samuel, 
uh, you know, Brandon Ayuk, I, I think that you, you look at that offense and you say, okay, yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're legitimately a good offense and, and the Broncos shut them down. So I, I think that this is a, a really good defense. It's going to win them a lot of football games. That said, Broncos need to score points at some point, right? They, they need to figure that out. And you're right, Nick, if they can, then, then I think that this is a really good football team. This is a football team that we thought they could be a playoff type team. Uh, maybe, I mean, you look at the AFC West right now and we'll dive into that a little bit later, Nick, but it's wide open. Uh, they've got a chance here, especially this weekend against the Raiders uh, to really, you know, take a, have a leg up uh, in the division. So I do think if the offense can get it together, uh, this is going to be a really good group. And Nick, I wanted to ask you one quick thing about the offense and we'll take a break here in a second. Do you think they should be running the ball more? You mentioned the Steelers and, and the success that they've had, obviously, in the past, playing great defense, running the football. Do you think the Broncos get away from the run a little bit too much, or, or do you think they're running the the amount the right amount right now? I don't think it's necessarily, you know, they're not running the ball enough. To me, it's more or less of how involved are your running backs in the game plan to begin with? Because I always look at it like this. It's, it's about touches to me. It's not carries. It's about touches. How how much are these guys involved with uh, the out routes, the screen games, also the run game and kind of developing the play action off of that? That's the biggest issue for me, and that's why I say, well, this offense at times looks like it lacks uh, rhythm. And it's like, well, where where's the balance? Because you can't throw the court and sudden on every single play. It is virtually impossible because now – you're really dictating what you're going to do to the defense. And they say, hey, well, call the sentence, the man on third down. Let's take him out of the equation. This is where other guys need to be involved into the offense. And this is where an offensive coordinator, if it's Justin Allen or if it's Nathaniel Hackett, saying, okay, well, we're going to put a couple of key plays in for individual guys. And then you go out there and you mimic those plays. And then that way you force the defense to defend every single player opposed to just trying to defend an area of the field or just one player. Yeah, I think this is a really interesting stat, Nick, here. Uh, the Broncos are averaging 348 yards per game, which is 16th in the NFL. So not bad, right? They're right in the yeah. middle. Uh, we've seen them move the ball up and down the field, right? Like we've seen that every single week. But they rank 31st in points per game at 14.3. That's the issue, right? Like you have to find that balance of, hey, we're moving the ball, but you've got to put it in the end zone, right? You've got to score points when you get down there. And, and I think that that's been the biggest issue for this Broncos team. I, and I don't know if they're not running the ball enough. I, I think obviously you could make the case that Javante Williams needs the ball, um, you know, on every single play, unless there's a bunch of George Stoyas out there trying to tackle him. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> then maybe, then maybe not because George, yeah. <laughs> George will take him down to the backfield. But, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that this offense is, look, it, it's really early and I keep bringing up the example. Peyton Manning and his first season struggled the first few games. And I, I think we're seeing sort of the same thing with Russell. I don't think Russell's on the same caliber as Peyton Manning, at least not yet in his career. Maybe someday he'll get there. But I do think that you're seeing some of that. Hey, there is a lot to meshing and, and, and being with the coaching staff. And, and like you said, Justin Alton and Nathaniel Hackett and everything that goes into that takes time. Uh, and I think that I think that the hope is that they eventually figure it out. And, and you know, I don't know. I, I think maybe this is the week that they get it done because I just don't think the Raiders are a great football team right now. Um, obviously, their backs are against the wall and they need a win. But I do think this is a, this could be a big week for this offense and, and really this team. Well, you know, if you want to 
uh, and have that question answered as to whether having a new uh, head coach and offensive coordinator, how that affects the offense. I mean, look no further than this week's opponent. I mean, they have Devontae yeah. Adams and they have a, a, a bevy of, of riches as far as offensively, but they still themselves haven't won a game and then the lack of rhythm of their offense. So you're looking at two offensive coaches, two offensive teams, uh, they're, they're in different uh, sides of the spectrum as far as, you know, points are per game, but still they are having their same issues because they have a new signal caller and the chemistry isn't there the way that everyone expected. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and we'll dive into more of the, uh, the Raiders here uh, in the next couple segments, but Nick, let's take a quick break and then we'll hop into some uh, Russell Wilson versus Chad powers. Uh, 